1: hello welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve extravaganza Thursday edition on my dog 1071. everything entertainment hey Steve you checked out a show on Disney plus that I okay. actually suggested to you
2: yeah I remember we played the trailer for it uh, about a month ago it's Looks called so good light and magic yes which is the story of industrial light and magic which was the special effects group that was started kind of, you know, like by George Lucas. Yes. The, the, the need for this, this whole department, came up when he was trying to put together Star Wars. So it's a docu-series. I believe there are six episodes in total, about an hour each. A similar pace and a similar vibe to The Imagineering Story, which is a docu-series that I caps lock love Yeah, on Disney+. I've watched it multiple times.
1: Oh, wow. End of okay. the night,
2: if I'm like, oh, I just want to put something cozy on... I'll throw on the Imagineering story. Pick an episode, any episode, and just kind of dig into the Disney story. So it has similarity in, in its vibe to that. I have to tell you. Okay. it It is amazing. It is amazing what they did to make Star Wars. Like, the, the technology that they have where you could watch it back then and really think, believe in the moment, that there was a spaceship that was flying through sure. space. The fact that you didn't watch it and say that's obviously a miniature model right. with a fake little black right. screen behind it, it's crazy. Because th- so many of those things, the Millennium Falcon, TIE Fighters, X-Wars, all this stuff, were little models that they hodgepodge together, that they just tried to figure out, what could we make a ship look like? How could we make it look real? How could we make it look like it's moving? You could see so many behind-the-scenes clips because they were taking a lot of video back then. Kudos to these people. Who, yeah,
1: for who had the foresight. No yeah. kidding. The yeah. presence
2: of mind to shoot on stuff, which, which turns out to be movie history in real time, is so wonderful. They show some things that are just like, that's how you did it. That's how you did that scene? And the fact that, I mean, it is, it is movie magic. In an episode, because you realize, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And by episode six, they're going to get to the point where it's Avengers, and they're all looking around as New York is under attack, and it's all green screen. But they're going back to how they had to do it at the beginning, which was this had never been done. How do we make it look real? very
1: grassroots kind of thing. You know, like this has never been done before. We're fun and quirky people who are smart. Yes. And tech, technical? I guess you would say.
2: Yeah, for sure. And these were a bunch of people who studied the old school visual effects back in like the Harryhausen days, like the original... Like like that animation that you saw like in oh. Jason and the Argonauts or whatever. Yes. And like some of the... Clash the, of the Titans. people these, these guys and girls, they would watch this stuff and then they would go home and try to do forced perspective and shooting their own home movies. And then they brought some of these ideas... To the table when they were like, hey, there's this guy, George Lucas, who at that point had done American Graffiti, who's trying to do some kind of space movie. And he needs help with making models or making mapping like they show a scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi is trying to, like, scale this thing that looks like if he missteps, he's going to fall all the way down into the abyss. They they break the fourth wall and show you. He is, in fact, you know, four feet off of the ground, and it's a cement floor. But someone else had done something called, oh, is it called map printing or something like that? But someone who had come up with this real-life, like, painting that then they shoot the Obi-Wan scene with cement in frame, and then they drop in on, like, a film strip this Painting of what would become the abyss below him, so they are literally lay overlaying, an effect, onto film, so that in real time it just looks like, oh my gosh, if Obi Wan slips and falls, he's dead, not he'll sprain his ankle. And be right, because he's falling four feet. But it's so they weren't doing it with computers; they were doing it by painting a map that looked like an abyss. This
1: this is funny. It reminds me of when I was in college. I went to school for TV production. And so it was like learning how to direct, learning how to work the cameras, you know, being the technical director, the floor manager, all that stuff, being talent. And we did a spoof. We had a a group called the Padded Cell and we were the comedy (laughs) division of this department. And then there was a news division, all this other stuff. We wanted to do a reenactment of uh, Gilligan's Island. And we're like, well, how are we going to start the opening? It's so funny. I might have to find it and show it to you guys. So we just took a painting of a ship on the ocean and we were like moving it (laughs) around. So it looked like it was rocky waves or whatever. It sounds to me like a more sophisticated version of that. Like they're trying to figure out how can we present this realistic view of what we want to portray. Right without it looking super cheesy.
2: There was even a time when they showed a model of the Millennium Falcon and it was in front of a uh, like a white poster board and it just looked fine, it looked like a model in front of that. And then they slid in front of the white poster board a black poster board and instantly you were like, "Oh, now it's in space?"
1: We just That's how that works. We just got it. Email from our buddy Glenn downstairs.
2: Oh. Is gee. he listening in the lair?
1: I think so. He's in the dungeon in the archival department. Yeah. Yeah. He said, gee, if only there was an archive for movie stuff, radio, TV, and other stuff. What an idea. We hear you, Glenn.
0: Hear I you, talked brother. to Glenn about handing over all the things I came up with for the birthday bash, you know?
1: Oh, great idea. Yeah. No,
0: hey, great we're, idea. I archived all the stuff from my talk's history. <laughs>
1: My brother worked at, in New York uh, for, in. for Canon Films at one point, and he worked in the library huh? department. So I guess that's the equivalent of just saving all this stuff for the future to see yeah. you know, what you could do with it, to make a documentary, whatever.
2: Yeah, I, I would recommend it. My kids were watching it with me. Um, Gray fell asleep, but it was the end of the night that I put it on. But he was watching the first half, and... I really want them to be into this. You know, it's tough to sell a kid on a documentary with a lot of old, grainy footage. But they were seemed, like, into it, and he was like, oh, we should watch that movie. And, like, there's King Kong and Godzilla, and you're seeing the... The metamorphosis of all of How it. How
1: it's made. Again, yeah, it's called
2: uh, It's called Light and Magic. It's on Disney+, Plus, a six-part docuseries. Putting it on my Highly list. Highly suggest it. How about this? When we come back, since we ran out of little time there, we will listen to the Pinocchio trailer. But sure, some, well, let's uh, do a little bit events. of it. We'll listen to a little bit of that. And then we'll get into a study about apologizing. Do we apologize too much? Plus, if you feel like you are an over-apologizer... I have these two words that you can replace "I'm sorry" with.
1: Ooh, I like it.
2: We'll tell you when we return. Donna, Steve, I my I talk. I 11, I
1: 11,
2: 11, eleven, eleven. Hey, good 11 morning. 11 Welcome 12 back,
1: 12. Donna and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment coming up at eleven thirty. Throwback Thursday music trivia.
2: It's <laughs> gonna be
1: <laughs> soft rock trivia. How about
2: like, yeah, yacht rock?
1: Okay, I don't know what that is. What is that, is that like, dad rock? No,
2: it's like uh
0: are you really doing yacht rock?
2: Well, let me let me try this. Like here would be a sample question. In what song would you find the following lyrics? He came from somewhere back in her long ago. Okay. All right, we'll Donna, do that. You know?
1: Yeah, I know it I can't think of it. I'm
2: kind of a yacht rock expert, as you can tell
0: from my um Cuban uh, t- shirt today and awesome. and uh, beard with the gr- gray flecks in it. I'm like i right, right, like the Michael you... McDonald of my time.
1: Okay, Not can you fine. repeat? Repeat it.
2: All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna read. Don't, don't say
1: anything, Rocco. I want right. to try to figure it out.
2: This okay. means I'm only gonna have nine questions left for you. Okay? All right,
1: that's fine.
2: And what song would you find the following lyrics? He came from somewhere back in her long ago. Came
1: from somewhere. Sounds like an eagle.
2: As song. he rises to her apology, <gasps> anybody else would surely know. He's watching her go. Is that Africa by Toto? Mm -mm. You Belong to Mm, Me by the Doobie Brothers. What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. Or Rosanna by Toto. I'm going to say
1: What a Fool Believes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Remember when I had a connection to...
2: Yes, to his like. His yeah, beard my lady. sister
0: is like the agent of his uh, beard groomer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why does Michael McDonald's beard groomer need an agent?
0: There's a lot of people that need hair and makeup in this world. They don't uh, just do I it see. themselves.
1: Okay. though. all right, sorry, sir studies have shown that medica- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have
0: shown they've studied the studies several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings are study buddies the
1: perfect nerd couple
0: donna and steve
2: <laughs> hello everyone
1: hi guys i was just thinking that i want to start an instagram page for flovelage
2: <laughs> do it do it. Would it just be pictures of I think I think
1: everyone can share their Flabalages.
2: But if you had it and, like, you know, you could draw a Yeah, a like
1: picture, like, face on it. Eyeballs and a mustache. Yeah. yeah. I could have him, like, whistling. Him? I don't know. Oh, i I'd wow. give him a mustache and then make him, like, whistle. You could
2: be, like, feeding... Him a piece of cheese, <laughs> like reading a book Put in front a of Flabalage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. is my
1: gut, by the way, <laughs> for those of you who are wondering. It's... Anyway, that's not why you called. Um. Okay, so oh, this is interesting. I think I'm out, yeah? Oh. Wow. What? it starts with, everyone knows that Canadians say, sorry. Sorry. Instead of sorry. Sorry
2: about my process.
1: So I say sorry. Yeah. Do you say sorry? I say sorry. You don't say sorry. I'm not from Canada.
2: Only Canadians say sorry. Is that right, Rocco? Sorry about that. Sorry. I feel like sorry is a Canadian thing. Okay, good. You
1: say sorry, even though it's spelled sore. Yeah. You say s a r r y, sorry. Like I say orange.
2: Sorry, not sorry.
1: Okay, great. What? like I know you guys or something. Okay, well, a poll asked people if men and women tend to say sorry or apologize in everyday conversations too often or not often enough. It is very irritating for those of those of I want to say us, but I am a former apologist.
2: You're no longer an apologizer?
1: Not to that extent because I realize how irritating it is when I hear other people do it.
2: And I have a solution for what to say instead, but continue.
1: Okay. I'll continue with my stats. Oh! 45% of men don't say it enough. Oh. They think they don't. You know, 45% think men in general don't apologize enough. 15% say they uh, they themselves apologize too much. And 18% say they say sorry about the right amount of time. uh, About the right amount, you know. Sorry. 20% think women don't say sorry enough. Dang! While 40% say they apologize too much and 21% say they say sorry about the right amount.
2: Sorry about my process.
1: When you break down the responses down, you know, by gender, both men and women think they say it too much and the other Mm -hmm. gender doesn't apologize enough. I think we overuse it quite a bit. For sure. And I don't, yeah, I think it's unnecessary, but I think it's important to actually apologize when it's warranted.
2: That's one area in my marriage. You guys know I'm married. Coming up on 17 years. Wow. August 6th. Wow. Thank you. I had a time for That's the a
1: crazy. Congrats.
2: Whatever. Um Lou is Lou is the better person. Okay. Just like if you really stack it up, she's more selfless. She's just like a better person, but, and she would not argue this. And she and I have had this conversation. I am a, this is funny to say, I am a superior apologizer. She is, uh, it takes her longer to get to the point of saying she's sorry. And I always am the one to, well, not always. She's starting to show some evolution here, but I'm quicker. If we've had a thing to, like, I want to be like, I'm sorry, like if we've gone into our separate corners, you know what I mean? You don't want it to who, go
1: on forever. Because
2: yeah. I'm a resolution guy. I'm kind of a peacemaker right. guy. That's all.
1: No silent treatment or anything like that going no, on?
2: No, no, I can't. No, grow up. Don't do the silent treatment. Right? I If you I need agree. space, if you need time to allow your emotions to settle so that you speak productively with one another, that's different. Silent treatment as a form of nonverbal manipulation is childish. Yes. Point blank.
1: Could not agree with you any more than that.
2: Here's <laughs> what you should say instead of I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Somebody Can told I me guess? This.
2: Yeah, it's two words. Somebody okay. told me this uh, a few years ago. I forget who, so I'm sorry if I'm not getting, giving you credit. Here's what to say. If you are a chronic apologizer, I'm not talking about an arguments with your spouse or a coworker. I'm talking about you find yourself like, just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry all the time. Replace with these two words.
1: Hmm. Is it something that's similar to I'm sorry or different?
2: It's actually quite different.
1: Okay. Rocco, let's work this out together. The words are... Two words. Screw you. Buzz
2: off. (laughs) (laughs) We would take screw you, buzz off.
1: Beat it. Uh, Let's see. Um, You're going to have to tell us because we're not going to have enough time. Um,
2: The two words that they say you should replace I'm sorry with if you are a chronic apologizer are... Thank you.
1: I was going to guess that, and I thought, well, what is that? Uh,
2: well, what? so here's an example. Um, oh, now you I think its you should apologize if you're late for something, but let's say, I'm sorry, I'm late, guys. Sorry about that. You come into a meeting. Instead, you could replace that with, thank you guys so much for your patience in dealing with that. There you go. Okay. And you're still, you're getting at the same thing. But, and again, that's a merited apology, I think, if you're if you're holding up a party. But think of all the times that you say, I'm sorry, you could m- often replace it with a thank you, f- thank you for blank.
1: Okay. I'm going to uh, try to I, remember that. You know,
2: hey, I'm sorry I didn't put those dishes away. Thank you so much for putting those away. I was rushed and I saw that you got to it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's It's good. like a slight variation that gets you out of the I'm sorry rut. Me likey. I
1: should be president.
2: Rocco oh sorry, sorry. Uh.
1: I mean, thank you, thank you for saying that, Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve. It's
2: just part of my process. Are right, we going to do? I'm sorry, you took offense to that. Hey,
1: <laughs> thank you for being offensive. No, no I got I to I work you know, on that. We're, okay, we're, okay. Uh, that's why,
2: that's why right. don't you take a breather, Donna? Because you're going to be in the hot seat. I'm going to stretch. We're going to do yacht rot trivia. Ow. Yacht rock trivia. Ow. It's Throwback Thursday. And uh, the Doobie Brothers were our first answer. So we're going to play the game. Play along. Next, you're listening to Don and Steve, The Experience. Uh, hey, Jen has a DT.com. That's the spot to go. Maybe you need to limber up for a fun weekend. Maybe you go to see Footloose on the main stage. People are loving that. The extended of the run, it's going to be on the stage through February. Uh, the first week of February. But why don't you get your tickets right about now? Uh, you can book them, chanassanddt.com. The also, a great concert series. I had somebody reach out, actually. Somebody who is in the Cars tribute band called Candy O. They reached out on Instagram and said, Hey, I heard that you were uh, giving us a shout-out. Thanks.
1: Huge fan of the Cars. We love the Cars. Yes. I know.
2: And so there, there's going to be a great tribute. Out. And then uh, I thought about it this morning, and I listened to, what is it called? Drive. Buy the Cars, my Great favorite song. car song this morning. Anyway, they're going to be on uh, stage Friday, July 29th. That's tomorrow, my friends. CanaskDT.com will get you your tickets. Stevie Race comedy, cabaret, improv comedy every weekend, too. Bam! Time to find Hello. Hi, hey everyone. Here comes a... Final stretch of the Donna
1: and Steve show.
2: That was like a big kiss from Pappy. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. Rock, right. I'd need someone to open the email bag or I'm going to lose my mind.
1: Oh, really? Donna?
2: Melton. Yeah. Melton. 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 This from Don. Subject. Sorry. Message. Mm. I seriously thought you were going to make it through a program without obsessing about how each of you pronounce words. Mm. Sorry. Sari Suri, <laughs> not from Don. Thank you, Don.
1: Okay, so we have a video here from Tracy, and it says this made me think of you guys, so I had to share. Uh, blah blah blah. I don't, I'm afraid to open it. I don't know. Oh,
2: you think you're getting fish? Yeah.
1: What if we're no. getting hacked? No, okay, Tracy, she said she loves us. Come on.
2: I don't know. That's what a hacker
1: would say. That's what a hacker would say. I love
2: your stuff. Here's money. Yeah. If we were playing Pyramid,
1: it would be like, Mm, what would a hacker say?
0: But She says she listens all the time. What's her name again,
1: Tracy? Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Okay. Um,
2: Look at her ticket. Okay. Look at
1: her ticket. I'll I'll read this in
2: the meantime. Uh, From Jeff Rocco, you need to isolate Steve yelling, I should be president. Not sure when or where you would use it, but it could come in handy. I some people,
1: um, I can't pull it up right now, but we did oh, get an right. email from someone who said, let's get Alexis to try to, did I already mention that? To try you, to. You
2: didn't say this out loud on the air. No?
1: Okay. To, so there's a piece of artwork I want to hang in our newly renovated prep room. And some people are giving me a hard time because there's musical <laughs> notes on it that looks really like 80s. So we're going to see if we can get Alexis to try to remedy it with some of her craftiness. Thank
0: you.
2: Thank you. So I did watch the video.
1: Okay. What was
0: it? It's kind of funny. It's a guy.
2: uh, Oh, wait. Are you watching? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a guy on New York City. And he's like, I'm walking. Somebody bumps into him in a crosswalk. He's like, I'm walking here. And then the lady berates him for saying it. (laughs) And then he says, sorry
1: oh fun well, covered it? everything i
0: think so it it might be a young pete davidson it kind of looks like him let's see what it says no it's during the pandemic because he's wearing a mask it's not pete davidson All right, here we it go. goes like this so i just landed in new york city and i'm so excited to get whoa
2: hey i'm walking here ah! i'm really
0: excited to be I mean, listen to me we don't talk like that we don't say things
2: like that you understand do you understand okay sorry <laughs> oh my that's god that's totally that, fake that's fake right
1: yeah i would agree uh there's a tweet from panda that's panda, quoting panda, me panda, what two panda. words to say instead of i'm sorry screw you okay i laugh so hard thank you panda love your work okay uh jesse said uh huh
0: Read that. Read that one. I'm. I'm prepared. Oh my God!
1: Ever notice how no. the name? Oh, that that's not sound. No, I'm not. Well, reading just read that. it. Do it. I'll
2: read it. It says this is for me. This is from Jesse. I just uh, you know did a, a spot there for the Hair Restoration Institute mm-hmm. of Minnesota. Yes. They happen to be a Locks of Love donation site, and so they'll like give you a free haircut if you're planning to right. chop off ten inches of hair, Fabulous. and they can help to get you know wigs together for kids. And yes. It's really really great what they do. Um. So we that notwithstanding. He says, hey guys, ever notice how the name of that hair donation, Locks of Love, kind of sounds like the mispronounced Mexican city Lou Dobbs made famous. No, it does.
1: <laughs> In the oh, Mexican city of old... no. It doesn't sound anything like that, but good try.
2: Thanks a lot for to, uh, like totally messing with me. Yeah, for, every
1: time you're going to do this spot uh, now.
2: Oh god! Hey Steve,
0: it's for lols. Locks.
1: Uh,
2: here's another one from okay. Stacy. She says, "I used to say sorry the Canadian way as a kid, but the neighbor kids that were from Boston made fun of me." I had to force myself to start saying it the other
1: way. Oh, see, we all get pushed into doing things that we otherwise wouldn't do. But
2: were the Bostonians ever saying it right? I don't know.
1: I don't know. They say potty for party.
2: P.S. Say the letters P.S. 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 Say the letters D.S. P.S. D.S. Now you're saying Pierce Dears with the Boston accent. Say it again. P.S.D.S. Got it.
1: I love it. <laughs> Rise up, hey. I would like to just let everybody know, because I have seen this myself firsthand, didn't realize it was a fake, but uh, apparently people are pretending to play the violin.
2: (laughs) Is this real? This is real.
1: Like on a street corner, there's a guy right in Minnetonka who I always see.
2: Do you think he's faking?
1: Well, now I do. I didn't at the time. It's like, so they're faking it. It's like they're pretending that they're, like, they're moving their, I don't know, the violin. You've got the, what do you call this thing? Bow? The bow, right? Yeah. There's, like, a speaker. Mm. So, first of all, it's not illegal to perform in public for tips, you know, or to mime playing an instrument. But there's also, you know, but it's a trend. Certainly a breach of trust. And if you see someone playing the violin they it could be a scammer wow and they're saying that in medium to large sized cities um this is a thing just you know just be on alert maybe you want to give him on it, alert we'll give him a dollar just for be effort on alert, everybody i mean if you want to like reward them for <laughs> taking the time
2: be on <laughs> alert i can't get over that donna <laughs> you can't. seem stressed what's going on well you've heard <laughs> The violin scammers, <laughs> you're kind of like Kramer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're Kramer. Oh, no
2: way. No. I'm oh, Jerry. You know, it's funny. In every show.
1: <laughs> I'm George.
2: <laughs> I want to be a person. And then my family tells me, you're definitely not that guy. You're this guy. Right. Like on Parenthood, I always wanted to be Peter Krause's character. Right. And they were like, you're Dax Shepard.
1: Right. On you uh are. This
2: Is Us, I wanted to be oh, oh, um well, either Jack or uh what's Sterling his K. name? Sterling Brown. Yeah. K. Brown and they were like, No, you're the actor. No, who you're Toby. Stu- no hey, hey!
1: Toby who needs to go be.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Toby is like, you know, he's always got like a you know, a sound effect walking around with him. Like he's trying to joke when someone's being serious and mm-hmm. it's really irritating. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna take off.
2: I feel like we all should. How long does the wrap up music last? Can we get a sixty second seconds. version so we can just sort of no. leave a little sooner? Um
1: Do you wanna come- buy me lunch? I'll allow it. No, today. I have
2: to go pick up a uh prescription at a pharmacy. Ever heard of it?
1: Oh really? Yeah. I hope it's for your ADD.
2: Donna, what? you're not allowed to diagnose me if a doctor hasn't. You're right. We all know that. But still, from a legal perspective.
1: All right. My bad. We had a lot of fun today. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for the emails, the tweets, the
2: calls. Continue to let the emails pour in with nothing but compliments. Let us open the email bag tomorrow at the start of the show with an hour of joy sent from you to us. For the service that we give you, damn, we do it, do it,
1: do for you, kids. And what do we? Ungrateful. Just kidding. Nothing.
2: We love you. Bye.